OnlyFans, if you're a chick, okay? If you got an ass and you want to go swing it and you're not afraid to show the, the you know, the meat curtains, I want to see you on OnlyFans, okay? There, there are, are moms in the Midwest paying their mortgages, okay? Because they're not afraid to put a bat in their asshole, okay? purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. And welcome to Cash Daddies, everybody. We are spanking fatties. That's right. Um, uh, joining me as always, um, of course, uh, we just got back from uh, the PHX. We had a great time. Uh, how we do everybody, my ass to ass brother in arm. How are you, Howard? Great, Chris, great. Good rebound week, rebounding, baby. Yeah, man, it's nice to see the market with a green dildo every now and then after that you know, rough January and uh, half of February. And of course, um, the guy that makes everything happen, makes everything look beautiful around here. The guy with two turntables and a microphone, little Evan Hand. How are you, buddy? Doing fantastic. How are you guys? You know what? Pretty damn good. You know, uh, MMEDF still on this 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 move upwards. I didn't get to see how Ocugen did. What's the latest on Ocugen? Yeah, well, uh, Fauci actually came out today and said that it's, it's a, a reliable uh, vaccine against variants, so... I'm expecting uh, EUA coming soon. Okay, we're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, before I introduce the guest, uh, returning guest, by, back by popular demand, uh, I've got some people in the readers in the Discord saying, why doesn't this guy have his own fucking shirt? Okay, enough of the cash daddies. Let me get the Grinch daddy. We're going to bring him in in a sec. But first of all, I want to just uh, put, set the table, if you will, about what we're going to talk about today because we got a huge day. Jay Powell spoke. So we've got Jay Powell coming out of the gate saying inflation's nothing to worry about. We're going to talk about that. And Biden just spoke and I think just gave away half of the money to the entire country. So I don't know how that's going to work out. And then, of course, we've got earnings this week. Guys, everybody, big name is earning. We have Ford. We got Amazon, Comcast, Apple, Facebook. So we're going to get into that. So uh, without further ado, let me bring back, this is like an all-time guest appearance. This will be his third time back on the show. Uh, the Wall Street Grinch, everybody. Welcome back. How are you, Grinch? Great. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Of course. So um, if you don't mind, can we get into it? You know, word on the street is uh, Jay Powell says we don't have anything to worry about uh, with inflation. I disagree. I would love to hear your take. Why don't you just start us off there? Okay, well, uh, a couple of things. Number one, copper right now is uh, at a 10-year high, broke through the 10-year high today. Um, it's almost at an all-time high. They call it Dr. Copper because it has a PhD in economics. It really foretells what the economy is going to do. It's at $4.53 a pound right now. Home prices last year were up 15.8% to 322000 
which is close to a record high. Gasoline last year was $1.74 as a national average. It's $2.88 right now. Um, let's see what else. Lumber in the past 16 months has almost tripled. Yeah. Uh, it's up over 100% so far this year. Fiat currency, or M2 as they call it, the amount of dollars printed, is at $19.7 trillion, the highest it's ever been. Treasury, 10-year treasuries, were at 0.65 basis points a year ago. Right now, they're at 1.58, so they've almost tripled, which means that they wouldn't triple without people thinking that there's inflation. And it's not as bad as it's going to be because there's something called the velocity of money. Because people are shut down, right, all that money, that stimulus money, is going into people's mattresses. They're not spending it. It's not in circulation yet. Once this is gone, COVID's gone, that money's out there, that's when prices are going to go higher. Pull up Coca-Cola, KO. They announced last week, Thursday, they were going to raise prices because of sugar prices. Okay? Procter & Gamble, same thing. So did um, Kimberly Clark. So did... Um, so, okay, a uh, lot of big numbers coming out, Grinch. Yeah. We love your data. Pretend I'm uh, Sam Tripoli and I'm retarded and I just said, is inflation going to go up? That's a yes, uh, it, correct? It's already, it's already up. It's, or, it's yeah, already up. Corn prices are up 45% this year. I okay. mean, it, it, it's already up, you know? I was just so, going to say, any company that is has anything to do with commodities, uh, that's where you can see it. I mean, uh, you got commodities right now that have jumped up. Um, I mean, they're spending money. Uh, inflation's up. Uh, don't you don't be surprised if the dollar gets smacked a little bit here. It is what it is, but I, I think we'll be all right still. I mean, listen, the dollar is still out of a bunch of ugly chicks. It's still the hottest chick on the street. It is. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's beating the hell out of the yen and the fucking ruble or whatever else we got out there. It's still leading today, the way. Today, Hasbro said they're raising prices because of plastic prices. So mm -hmm. how much, what does that mean? Barbie dolls are going to be fucking $70 as opposed to 50 I hope not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That was, I meant to say Mattel, but I couldn't even get it in because you're so quick on the drop. Very, very well played. Um, okay, well, let's, uh, let's get into it. Um, if you were sitting down with your clients right now and saying, hey, man, we got to make some moves here because I think inflation is real. And I don't want you thinking like head in the sky being Jay pals bitch saying nothing to fear except fear itself what do you tell our readers to do are they are they are they supposed to rotate into commodities like uh copper should they be looking at banks because all these you know huge growth companies and uh, tech companies are going to have shitty uh quarterly earnings talk to us where do we go all from right. here well, you're right on both accounts, Chris. Number one, you want to you want to go into commodities. All commodities are traded, whether it's oil, uh, you know, light sweet crude. Um, it could be uh, corn. It could be uncut cocaine. It's all traded U.S. dollars, and um, you know, it takes more dollars when it gets devalued because of inflation. And right now, you want to buy copper for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's not, it's trading U.S. dollars. It closed today at four dollars and fifty three cents a pound. Okay. Right. And uh, 9,000 per ton, Goldman Sachs came out with a report at 10.28 p.m. on April 13th saying it was going to go to 15,000 a Whoa. ton. Okay. It's a 31-page report, and they said uh, right here, it's the most cost-effective conductive material. It sits at the heart of capturing and storing and transporting renewable energy sources. The critical role copper is going to play in achieving the Paris climate goals cannot be overstated. Okay. 
Uh, it's used, number one, it's the cheapest way to conduct um, renewable electricity. Two, it's in wind turbines. It's in solar panels. It's also in charging stations. And electric cars use five times the amount of copper as internal combustion engines. So there's a full-blown Green New Deal play. You've got, you've got Green New Deal. You've got commodity prices going higher. You know, it's, it's dogs and cats living together. It's insane. So you want you want to get on the copper. On the okay, copper I am in CopEx, but do you have any other copper plays you could recommend to our readers? Yeah, I would buy uh, Tosaco Mines. The symbol's TGB, Tom, Gary, Boy. Shares closed at $2.09. It's a Canadian company. They have the second largest open pit copper mine uh, in, the, in the Western Hemisphere. They've got 18 years' worth of reserves left in it. Okay. Um, They've also got uh, the third lowest cost of extraction in the Western Hemisphere. And what that means, okay, is that they're a prime candidate for an acquisition by a guy like Freeport Macarin, FCX. FCX, the last bull market in copper, was around 2005. They went out and they bought Phelps Dodge, and they became the biggest copper producer on planet Earth. It takes eight years to get a copper mine online, okay? So when prices go up the way they have right now at 453 a pound, you don't have eight years to, to go out and get some, you know, new supply online. You've got to acquire the leanest uh, producers that have size, number one, but also have a low cost of extraction, and this fits the bill. TGB, stock's going to $4. It's at 209 right now. Wow. Okay. Um, any other commodities you want to discuss? Or, Howie, do you have any input on possible commodities? No, I think what he's saying is correct. I mean, you know, you, you may want to in your portfolio up your percentage. You know, a lot of people have five, six, seven percent uh, of commodities in their portfolio. It, what's going on with interest rates and everything, you may want to go up to eight, nine, ten percent. Um, you know, comp places like that, energy, like I even like XLE more now with what's going on. I think energy is uh, is going to do well over the next two years. So yeah, a lot of people mentioned that they're like the Green New Deal's coming. I got to I got to dump, you know, the, the 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 old standbys like Exxon and, you know, uh, the, the big players like mobile Grinch. What's your argument to holding those? Because the, the Green New, New Deal doesn't mean everything's going to go away. That's already been here. No, it's not. If you look, listen, there's that's huge growth right. as we just saw with Tesla. Uh, you know, there's huge growth, obviously, in electric vehicles, but as a percentage globally, if you take into India, China, South America, you're talking it's less than 5% penetration. So Whoa, still... whoa, sounds like me on a Saturday night. Ease up there, buddy. All right. Yeah, time to work <laughs> up to it, all right? Can we start with some foreplay? Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's really just the tip. Yeah, I see what you, you did go. there. I see what you did there. And that's what we call a callback in the industry. Very, very well played. Nice tag. Nice tag. <laughs> nice tag. Um, uh, okay, so um, we also uh, want to bring up a couple of things uh, because, of course, meme stocks are still a thing. We haven't really talked about GameStop lately. Um, GameStop is, I think, settled around like 180 um, my take on it, which I've told people many times, it is the meme stock that owns all of the meme stops, stocks. It's going to keep moving up. It's going to keep moving down. Um, do you, does anybody want to bring up uh, the latest on Ryan Cohen's new plans and also what was it, $500 million that they wiped out of their debt? Um, I want to talk about Kramer. Kramer's uh, having a total breakdown about GME. 
uh, because he had what? He had hundreds of thousands of emails and DMs basically calling him the, the biggest jackass in the world. And he, he literally had a breakdown today. He can dish it out, but he cannot take it. Do we have a video of that, E? Can we show that? Yeah, this was hysterical. And this is all Wall Street betters. You know, yeah, they hate him. They hate him. And then, under his skin. But they, yeah, so this will be curious to see if he actually quits Twitter. But yeah, can we watch this? Cyberbullying is real. Engaged with you uh, over, uh, I think, a whole day. And I think in your words, how worthless has this place become? Is that a part of it? Yeah. I mean, I, the only person I didn't block was someone who had a cat picture. It's all that these was diamond knives, whatever. You know, they just will do anything to derail. You know, he's fire him. He's too fat. I don't like that one at all. I've been working out like a demon. You know, he's an idiot. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I went, I went to Harvard to get stupid, and then I went to Harvard Law to get stupid. He's obviously stupid. How many times can I be called stupid before I start to, Not you know enough. what? This bothers me. Even someone with thick skin has to sit there and say, you know, I'm a crook, I'm a hedge fund dupe, I am a toady. I mean, enough already. Grow up. Well, you might want to just get off the platform. Now, I want to let you know this is a safe space for you. You know that. Safe space. Nothing but love here for you. Safe. They're safe texts. We're not going to read things. Right here and also even Carl identifies. I am done. I mean, I'm the guy who likes to respond to people. Just, I know, but you just can't. You can't no, let but if those the whole, get you down. if this nine million people of this Wall Street bet decide that uh, that I hate Adam Aaron, okay, uh, which I don't. I love him. I've known him for he went to Abington High, which is our rival, was from Springfield. If they all decide, oh, David, that I I have offered so many solutions for GameStop. I have offered the Bitcoin solutions. Five thousand of these stores should be turned into yes. places to be able to buy crypto. Right. Even Dogecoin, and then take over the ends of the dark areas of the mall and open up giant gaming facilities, and the winners get paid in Bitcoin. And no, no, they raised five hundred fifty million. Do I get any credit? No, I am a hedge fund toady and stool. I'm a stool. <laughs> It looks like I'm not happy. Yeah, I understand that, but you just can't let him get you down. You just no. can't. You just can't. Now you're right. Just can't. I Listen, I, by the way, I can only imagine. I hope I've said this to Jim many times, Carl. He's having wow. a fucking stroke. He's stroked out. Wow, that's like the worst episode of Intervention I've ever seen. And yeah. just to back up, let me get this straight. He wants to take brick and mortar GameStop stores and turn them into Bitcoin dispensaries. Does he understand? Yeah. We don't. Oh, did I miss that? No, I think he wants an e-gaming esports. No, he did. Oh, he did say yeah. make them into brick and mortar places to buy crypto. Yeah, which, and, which like, is retarded. Like that's easier to do than going just going on your phone and going to coin. Yeah, let's let's start up a huge twenty thousand square foot store so we can sell Bitcoin, or we could just use our computer and bring our overhead down. Well, dig a bitcoins. <laughs> look, I think this is great because this tells me retail is powerful and they're in his fucking head. And he's a thick-skinned bitch. Now, where does this rank? And I do, I, I like Kramer, but he's wrong about so many fucking things. Where does this rank in comparison to the John Stewart gotcha moment, though? What's worse? John Stewart. I agree. I agree. Yeah, John Stewart. John Stewart called him out. John Stewart was right. I mean, I remember during that whole correction, fucking Kramer was like one for 25. Like he was down Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns is a good company. That was amazing. He bankrupted people. Fucking, he he friggin', he he led people to buildings 
and just like blew on their backs and made them jump. It was, uh, yeah, he was brutal. Speaking of jumpers, did you guys hear about Charles DeVolk's suicide? So, uh, Grinch, what do you know about him? Apparently, he was a value investor, and uh, yeah, he worked yeah. out. Um, I think it was actually, from what I read, it was because uh, he had a falling out with his partner. He left and started uh, uh, his own hedge fund, and um, it wasn't a money issue. I know that. You know, it, it was just he, he, he just took everything personally. That's what some of the people that worked for him said. Yeah, it sounds like me after a bad set. All this bullying. Have... All this bullying. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, well, speaking of uh, bullying, um, and I can take a joke just like the rest of them. Evan, do you have that um, that meme of uh, the Lord of the Ring? Because yeah, by I, the way, I, yeah. I don't know how they make me look that fucking just what gay. Up. What, Elton John-esque? I look like I'm Elton John after I just sucked off half the people in a friggin' bar. Look, look at that. <laughs> just, for a little, just for a little perspective, Grinch, on last week's episode, um, it got a little personal, and we talked about my ring surgery. So it's kind of gone viral. But shout out to Silent DJ for the meme of the week. That is perfect. Yeah, you, that, It's either amazing. Elton John or like the roadie from Spinal Tap, Howard. <laughs> I, I, look, I look like i've ingested every drug that was ever been put on earth over the past 30 years and just eat two boxes of two pizzas every night um why don't we get into uh biden uh because we just he just wrapped up uh the uh the address but uh, i haven't watched it all i pretty much know he's basically saying it's time to throw money back into infrastructure and uh you know social programs and of course, you guys know I, I lean pretty left, but I haven't had time to digest much of this. Um, Grinch, what do you know about these new policies he's proposing and how are they going to affect uh, the rich, specifically, you know, uh, capital gains tax, um, gonna, things like that? They're going to double capital gains tax and uh, when people make over a million dollars a year. Um, the problem with that is that the people that make over a million dollars a year own more than 50% of the equity market and what you're doing is you're deterring people from investing in our economy which is stupid it's a horrible idea horrible idea now correct me if i'm wrong but this would not affect dividends so are we going to see an exodus actually it will because dividends anything you hold less than a year is taxed as ordinary income if right. you make a million dollars a year or more you're in the top tax bracket your which dividends are, are going to get which, which in New York and California is like 47%. Yep. So, so it, it, it gets you anyway. Dividends are taxes of ordinary income. Right. Yeah. And I guess the reason I'm bringing this up, though, is that if uh, maybe I saw it on Fast Money or something, but they were talking about the concept of dividends being exempt from, hey, hey, not right now. Not right now. Dividends being exempt from this in some form. Oh, I didn't hear that. If, that, if, if so, they didn't exempt dividends, I, I guess. But as of today, I know that they're taxed as ordinary income. Okay, yeah. that's something we should definitely look up because I was under the impression it was separate and that, uh, that it might be exempt. I saw what I thought was a great idea. I don't know who put this out, but it was a staggered um, uh, platform of capital gains. So one year, it was very high. Third year, it was lower two year it was lower. And then after like 10 years, there were zero capital gains. And I was all for that idea. Uh, I don't know if you want to weigh in on that. 
Uh, but it, it, I, maybe, yeah, let me see here. I don't, I don't see how taxing capital gains helps anybody. I just don't, man. It, 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 it's such a trickle down effect on, on the whole entire economy and investing the market, everything, man, just that's one area they don't need to mess around with, man. I mean, if you want to get crazy and, 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 and tax, uh, you know, you want to tax the wealthy as far as trusts or, uh, things like that, talk about it, but not capital gains. That just, that screws everybody. I mean, Yellen, not to get off topic, but Yellen like a week ago said that they're going to propose an 80% tax on crypto capital gains. Jesus Christ. Let's just, you know, yeah, but, but in the past when they've had things like the you know, high, high uh, rates like this, what, what the, the IRS actually takes in less money because more people steal, more people lie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get to a point of diminishing returns where you yeah. actually collect less. Right. These and people on that, over a million dollars, they have pretty decent accountants. Right. And on that note, I read yesterday that Biden wants to fund the IRS like $70 billion. So they have money to go after the rich people because it's effectively easier to go after people that don't have money to audit them. Did you hear about this? Yeah. That's insane. So we're, Maybe I'm wrong, but we're basically saying here's 70 billion to the IRS, so you have more resources to go after rich people. Why do they need more resources to go after rich people? What? Because they have lawyers? You know, you just knew it would happen. You knew it would happen. The Democrats finally got somebody in, and you knew it would just be a quick matter of time before they started fucking things up on a fiscal basis. You just knew it. I mean. It's everything they're proposing right now, financially, I just, I think it's horrible. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, and if I, correct me if I'm wrong, Howie, but you didn't because uh, didn't uh, your. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took it away. And... So. Is that legal? I don't, I don't know. I don't wanna... legal. Yeah, we, we might have to, might have to take <laughs> that one out. It's not legal, but I'll tell you, you don't get these. So, you know, it was a decision. It was a, it was a financial decision. For those of you that are listening to the show, um, Howie uh, put his hand on the back of his uh, neck and just kind of gave him a selfie. Um, I don't know how else to say that, Howie. Um, I'm, not, I'm not, not great at translating things like that. Um, but we're getting off topic here. Um, let's get back to, um, where this market is right now. Grinch, you like commodities. You have any other plays you're interested in making right now? What do you think of banks? Um, uh, yeah, the bank, I'm high the on banks, banks. The banks that you want on right now, um, are the British banks because of policy changes. If you pull up Lloyd's, uh, Lloyd's bank, L Y G, uh, you look at that, yeah, Lloyd's of London, you pull up that chart. Um, you know, Lloyd's is the second. Go do the one year chart if you could. Jesus, there's a bank stock that's 249. How many shares just, do they have? Yeah. yeah, so so that's Lloyd's, right? And then if you put that, so Lloyd's is number three. Number one is HSBC. Number two is Barclays, BCS. If you pull up Barclays, you'll see the chart looks identical. Um, but the real one that you want to own is NWG. That's NatWest. And uh, I'll tell you exactly why. Uh, NatWest, NatWest, um, what Royal Bank of Scotland, and that's important because on May 6th, they're going to have a referendum vote to see if Scotland leaves the United Kingdom. And right now, polls are saying 
if Scotland wants to leave because they're pissed off about Brexit. Uh, and uh, Morgan Stanley says there's a 15% chance. Citigroup said there's, there's about a 30% chance. But if they do end up leaving, that's going to hurt Lloyd's, hurt Barclays, hurt HSBC. But because that, that West owns Royal Bank of Scotland, it's not going to hurt them. So you've got that going for you. Also, there's been a huge change politically that now those banks are allowed to buy back stock and increase dividends. And banks don't trade on earnings, P.E. ratios, they trade by book value. And right now, NatWest is trading, NWC is trading at about 0.7, less than one times its book value. So it's the cheapest, it's the fastest growing, and it's hedged against any kind of uh, referendum against staying part of the U.K. with Scotland. Now, if you don't mind, I'll switch gears here, because I know you've been a little hard on um, Mr. Boomer in the past on uh, GE and Ford, how he has proved us all wrong on GE. Um, well, we, Howie and I are in an option right now on Ford that is not looking great, but we still have time. But of course, they, they've reported earnings today and immediately went underwater after earnings. Um, I'm not too worried. But what are your takes on some of the old standbys that uh, this country was built on? Do you have any opinion on those? Um, who, me? Yeah. Oh, me? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I like some of them. Actually, uh, GE, you know, GE you know, doesn't even look that bad. Um, you know, I mean, IBM is actually starting to come around, uh, yeah, I love IBM. which is weird. Uh, cause I have, I never thought I'd ever say that, but, um, a lot, I, I would, at this point, I would stick to the commodities and the banks because as soon as interest rates go higher, not just in the United States, but everywhere else, they're going to be able to capitalize off the spread. And Grinch, we're talking about banks, Evan. Pull up a five-year chart on Morgan Stanley because that's one is that is absolutely on steroids right now. Um, that thing is just uh, it goes up every single week. Um, wow! Look at that thing. It's eighty-two, uh, eighty-two seventy-three. Uh, it's got almost a two percent yield. And uh, shit, man, that thing in the last two years, it's gone from, yeah, 38 up to 85. So that's another one that looks like it's going up to triple digits. But no, banks, man. Banks are where it's at right now. And also, NatWest, NatWest just put, uh, Goldman Sachs just put NatWest on their conviction buy list, their top idealist. They say the target's 820, the stock's at 560. That's good. Yeah, I believe it. Now, Grinch, when you talk about these, uh, these moves here, what is the time horizon you're looking at, uh, at at owning these? Are these rotationals plays? These, I mean, these are all six to twelve months. Six to twelve months. Okay, because yeah. that's a great, great question we get all the time here. Um, and then um, anybody that you like in this week's, you know, earnings uh, as far as like big tech. You know, we've got Amazon. There's talk about an Amazon split. Um, yeah, I'm keeping yeah. my eye on Amazon because we all saw what Tesla did when there was all this pre pre split talk and it mm -hmm. ran up before the split. And I believe it ran up after the split. So I've got my eye on Amazon expensive stock to own, but that doesn't matter if you're buying it fractionally, which I now heard Fidelity is allowing you to do in addition to Schwab and of course, Robinhood, which we still say get the fuck off of. But um, what, what's your take on that? Um, I, I think they're going to beat because of Amazon Cloud Services, AWS, the, web, uh, the Amazon Web Services. That's where all their margin is. Uh, and uh, I believe that they're expanding fast. That, that, should, that should be the fastest part of their business, the fastest part of their business with the biggest margin. So they should be. 
Yeah, and that stock's been trading sideways for about six months. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's primed to take off. Oh, if you look at it, no, if you look at if you look at a one-year chart, it looks like it's breaking out like tonight. That thing is 3,556. It's testing, it's really testing highs. That thing's breaking out, man. I mean, that thing's headed to four thousand. You look at the year, the two year on it. It it really looks like it's breaking out. Um, on that note, Grinch, obviously we've seen Google just take off in the mm-hmm. last three months. Um, if, if I can throw this out to you, where do you rank these Fang stocks right now? You know, with Facebook, Apple, uh, Amazon, uh, Netflix, and Google. Are you in any of these major major tech plays? Yeah, I've got some core positions. Amazon's one of my favorites, and I also like Google. Apple just came out with the AirTags, which uh, I, I think is going to be huge. Uh, it's a great product. The battery lasts a year. Um, you throw it around your cat, you know, Chris, and uh, you can't I'm listening. Lose them. The battery lasts a year, and they're mo- they're like thirty bucks or something. I, I think they're going to be huge. I, I really think that's going to be. What is the product, product exactly? The Air it's AirTags. It tracks. It's like it's uh, about the size of like a thirty day chip at AA. And you, uh, you put it on. By the way, like- I've never had a 30 day chip, but I'll tell you what, I've got a drawer full of welcome chips. Okay. <laughs> if I grab 30 welcome chips, does that count as a 30 day chip? Yeah. You need to so- mail like three of them to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so you, t- you put it on your keys, your wallet, whatever, and the battery lasts for a year. And if you lose it, you can do like a find my phone type thing and find it. Okay, time out, time out. I this idea has been around for years. Yeah, it's called yeah. tile. Tile. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't last a year, dude. Okay, but it is it also because Apple's doing it, and you know, yeah, sure it's it like is. it's a wearable. Like, is it going to like track my cat's heart rate or like when the last time it took a shit is? Because no, but it, it tells you where it is. It tells you where it is. You don't have okay. an outdoor cat. If you had an outdoor cat, you know, you don't. You Got don't. it. So you throw it on the collar, and then I can look at my wristwatch and say, oh, Sweeters is taking a shit outside. Yeah, and then, right. okay. Exactly. I, all right. Well, hey, that might make me a little bit more, uh, what do you call it? Uh, considering of making them outdoor cats, because that's my biggest concern. I want to know where they're at all the time. Okay, I'm like that. You know what? I'm a, I'm a possess- I'm like that possessive boyfriend. I got to know where they are all the time. Yeah, L.A. I can't imagine letting your cats go out to play in L.A. Like they'll be like running back and forth like Frogger on the freeway. Yeah, it's it's not something uh, not something I'm comfortable with. Uh, quick transition here, Grinch, because you haven't been with us for about a month, month and a half. We've seen crypto just take some insane swings. We've got. We've got certain readers in the Discord that are up 40, 50x on some of these speculative uh, crypto plays like SafeMoon. And now we see Polygon, which Howie owns. Uh, it's taking off. I think it's like, how much is it up in the last couple of days, Howie? Double. Yeah, I mean. 36 to, 36 to 80. Yeah, and my original feeling was, is that we're going to see this exodus of retail money from the stock market to play crypto because the crypto people think, you know, 20x gains in a week are completely normal. And as you know, to make that in the stock market, you got to be playing options to make that kind of money. So what is your take? What are you hearing on the street about where crypto is headed? I mean, listen, it hasn't even hit mainstream as far as institutions are concerned yet. So there's still a lot of upside. There's a lot of upside left in crypto. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know which one, but uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of upside in the space. I can tell you that right now. 
let's touch on Tesla earnings because everybody uh, around here, Howie keeps saying, I want to put puts on Tesla. And I'm like, don't do it. It's the widow maker. You and I yeah, talk. Don't do that, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for every story I'm, about. I'm it at some point, baby, because <sighs> everything I'm reading, I'm listening to analysts between China, between GM, Ford, everybody and their mother's coming out with an electric car and the pricing there's going to be no the, the competition is going to just plunge pricing what Here, guess what at nokia samsung ericsson they all hit uh, no, nokia motorola and ericsson all came out with cell phones so did apple guess who won you know tesla's like apple they've got pricing power because yeah. they, they've got they've got brand dominance and they've got we'll elon see. musk we'll see i think um, uh, i think I, I i think it's gonna drop a little uh, Grinch, are you yet, aware, maybe a while. Are you aware that Elon has been completely fucking up the crypto market and yeah. Doge left and right? And now we're hearing he's going on SNL. He tweeted, maybe it was today, that he, he yeah. referred to himself as the Doge father. Yeah, yeah. Doge took off. And complete, remember here, Doge was a meme coin. It was a joke. It doesn't have any practical purpose that I'm aware of. And I want to say it's in the top 10 of all crypto holdings right now. Is this something you would speculate in on any level? Oh, it's, yeah, it's speculation. If you want to speculate, I mean, it's not an investment. Okay. And then why don't you, uh, somebody bring us up to speed on Tesla's earnings, because from what I understood, they had to sell Bitcoin just to make the books look good. Is this true? Um, they, I think they made more money, I believe. Uh, they made, what did they make? Uh, they made about a billion dollars off the Bitcoin investment. They locked in a bit, about a billion. Okay, so that means they took profits, they sold. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, do you guys want to get into um, uh, some, uh, what do you call it? Um, questions. Questions? Yeah. Let's do some reader questions. All right. Is it better to buy stocks and companies with a higher dividend yield and less outstanding shares or companies with a lower dividend yield and more outstanding shares? Rich? Well, I mean, that's kind of, here's the thing. The, the yield, if they have amount, the, the yield is a percentage. So it doesn't matter how many shares are outstanding because it's a percentage. You know what I'm saying? If one's paying 10%, one's paying 5%, you want to get dividend yield, the amount of shares outstanding just doesn't matter. You got to go for the 10% yield. You know what I'm saying? It's a percentage. Yeah, you have some companies that have been around for 50 years that have, you know, a billion shares outstanding and then other companies that have been around for 15 years with a higher dividend. It doesn't matter. You want the yield. You want the yield. Yeah. Thoughts on tops going public through merger with Mudrick Capital? Okay, I'm going to answer this. I love Tops as a brand. Um, I think they rule the nostalgia market uh, when it comes to, to trading cards. And the, the, the brand is so strong. It's, it's always going to be the, the brand most people go to. Uh, granted, there are competitors like Donruss and, you know, Upper Deck. Um, I've been looking at this. I've started researching it. Uh, it's important to know that, you know, the, the card industry really exploded when COVID kicked in because people were like, I need fucking money. And what did they do? They went into their garages. I was one of them. And I found all these cards that were worth tons of fucking money. So I'm going to be keeping my eyes on this. I don't know much about the parent company that's, that's looking into them. From what I understand, it is a SPAC play. And my concern about SPACs is the marketplace continues to be over flooded by these fucking SPACs. 
However, I am such a sucker for, for tops. And I think it would be the first public trading card company out there that I am going to keep my eye on. Do we know when this is going to happen? When the merger is happening? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I can, I can look it up as we answer more questions. Um, okay. People want to know what's Howie's trading strategy during the earnings season and what does he like about FSR? And don't, uh, it's, yeah. it's all over the place, man. I mean, earnings season is, 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 is a deal where if you, if you think a company is going to come out with, with positive earnings, it doesn't always mean to buy it before the earnings come out because Grinch will tell you 90% of the time that shit's factored in, man. I mean, when you, when you see a stock jump, before earnings, what's it tell you? It tells you the earnings are probably going to be pretty good. That's why you see a lot of companies that beat their earnings and they drop five or 10% because it was all factored in. So uh, I look at each individual company, um, you know, if it's a steady thing like GE, I think it's turned the company around. They got good management. Uh, I think it's a solid long-term play. But, you know, a lot of tech companies, if you see that thing jump up before the earnings, you got to be careful. I'd love to hear your opinion on this, Grinch. Well, what he's referring to is what we call in Wall Street the whisper number. If you Google the term whisper number, that's the number that everybody thinks it's going to hit. So if a company's supposed to do 52 cents, according to the analysts, this happened during the dot-com bubble, but everyone thought WorldCom's whisper number would be 57 cents. It's got to hit that whisper number. Because if yeah. it comes in at 50, even if that was the estimate, people are going to sell off because the whisper number is 57 cents. So, you know, they've got to beat by what what not what the analysts say, but what the shareholders, the institutional shareholders think they're going to hit. And I will just add to this. When I buy an option, I typically uh, sell it before the actual earnings date, because uh, I'm going to go with you on that regard. I think that the safest way to play it is the run up before earnings. Anything after that, you're gambling. I've seen too many great companies just just report amazing numbers and the stock dies. And it's because of that run-up, in my opinion. Now, keep in mind, I've only been trading for about a year and I'm curious to know in the past, was it always like this? Or is this a newer phenomenon we're seeing of people smashing earnings and the stock immediately tanking? It's been around forever, man. Okay. Been around forever. Okay. Um, really has. Uh, uh, go ahead, E. Yeah, we, we're getting a bunch of questions about like, why don't you have interest in this crypto or why aren't you talking about that crypto? Guys, there is literally like a hundred million cryptos out there. There's no way in hell we're going to- You gonna can't dance all with all the girls at the wedding. Yeah. That's so if, if we don't, if we don't mention like something like, we're sorry, we, we can't, we can't get them all, but- There's only, there's only so many patches that you can blow in a day. Exactly. There's, a, there's only so many glory holes at the bar. You're going to run out of juice at some point, Skippy. All right. This one, uh, this one is more, you know, off stocks and uh, crypto stuff. But what are some good options for part-time jobs, side hustles to increase cash flow? How to become self-sufficient and be your own boss? Okay. I'm going to play Sam Tripoli. And I'm going to tell you right now, OnlyFans, if you're a chick, okay? If you got an ass and you want to go swing it and you're not afraid to show the, the you know, the meat curtains, I want to see you on OnlyFans, okay? Because that's how you... only OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Okay, okay. That's what it's called, okay? There, there are, are moms in the Midwest paying their mortgages, okay? Because they're not afraid to put a bat in their asshole, okay? So that's what I need to see. Now, guys, I don't know what the solution is. Um, 
if you're a guy, you know, go swing a hammer. It'll give you some integrity. Just don't run a bringer show. That's my only question. <laughs> my, only, my, only, my only advice if you're a man. Yeah. Um, it is a great question, though. Everybody needs a side now, hustle. And let me follow up real quick because we're going to have an episode. We are going to have an episode very soon where all we talk about is side businesses different things you can do uh to make a really good uh, exercise cash um and that's how you find your Roth IRA and such do something you can do at home right on the computer um, Lily you got a couple more yeah a few more um this this one we might have some trouble but seriously where does the water come from I found out because I at the show in Arizona I ran into an old basketball teammate in college and I asked him what he was doing and he said he was the head of the water department <laughs> in Phoenix. That's a true story. Just, just so we can loop the Grinch in here. Uh, Grinch, we went out to the desert in Phoenix and um, Howie could not understand how they got the water in the swimming pools. So it turns no water out there, weekend. Grinch. There's no water out there. Can you explain to him with your limited knowledge of the Arizona landscape and geography, how one would put water in a swimming pool? Well, it comes from the Colorado River, man. That's what I found out. But it's not very good water. He told me that. He said the water is, uh, they always have to test it. It's got some problems, some issues. You got a lot of kids with being born with three legs. They're faster, but that's just the way it is. That's um, the Hudson. Yeah, it's the Hudson, too. But yeah. we don't drink the water out of the Hudson. But you drink the water out of the Hudson, you glow the next day. <laughs> You're like fucking, it's like plutonium. Um, but it comes from the Colorado River, I found out. Which comes from Flint, Michigan. Yeah, which comes from Flint. Full circle. So by the time it hits Arizona, all that lead is filtered out. All right, uh, we got two more. Does anyone in the crew trade futures? If so, which ones are your favorites? Absolutely not. I don't mess with it, man. I, I have in the past. I, I had my little – I'm sure, Grinch, you've had a little uh, touch with it in your career yeah. because I mess yeah, with it. Yeah, I, I used to. I don't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And tell us why that is, uh, Grinch. Um, you know what? Uh, the, the market hours themselves give me enough burnout over the years that, you know, they were talking about having 24-hour market hours, and yeah. everybody pushed back. Everybody in the industry pushed back. Yeah. That would have been insane. They were going to do it in the 1990s and yeah. early 2000s. And that, but I made money because I bought cocaine futures right before they came out with that. They went through the roof, especially then. All right. Uh, and lastly, what's going on with Coinbase? Grinch, we'd love to have your take on this. Howie and I have a side bet. He thinks uh, Coinbase is going to go to 150 in the next six months. Uh, I don't think it's going to go near that. Yes, it 150? I'm pretty sure uh, it's 150. Yeah, okay. Little E's got it written down. All right, all right. Um, I'll tell you this, um, you know, a couple, couple things here. First of all, Coinbase, the market cap is just way out of line. It's almost as big as like Goldman Sachs. It's bigger than the NASDAQ, and they have no barrier to entry. They change money into Bitcoin. That's not a fucking big deal, okay? And there's people out there like Voyager and other platforms that are going to pay you huge yield. We're talking 7 8 9% on your money. And they're going to charge you zero. They're just going to make money on the spread through order flow the way Robinhood does. So, and you saw what happened with commissions in the brokerage industry. They, they went to zero. There was huge margin compression because everybody was trying to have a race to zero. You're going to see the same thing in crypto, but it's already happening. So Coinbase is overvalued. Don't buy it. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump in here, Lily, because I got a couple of reader questions from the Discord. Um, uh, this comes from uh, O'Brien. What are the good stocks to short if the market takes a dip this fall? What are the crew's thoughts on financial false flags like the banking crisis in 08 they created with some prime loans? Will the next FF be crypto based? This is a great question. Could be. I have no idea. I don't think anyone knows what's coming next, but yeah, it could be. Sure. It's too early. It's too early. Crypto's not, crypto's not near bubble. It's not, it's not adopted. It hasn't been adopted by major institutions yet. Once they get involved, they'll fuck it up nice and good. That'll take a couple of years. <laughs> they always do. Okay. Next question. Uh, what are your thoughts on celebrities and moguls pumping certain cryptos and stocks? For example, we have Doge, SafeMoon, GME, AMC, et cetera. Do you think it's from a genuine belief in application, utility, and company growth? Or is this their ploy to make returns off their loyal followers? I.e., see Jordan Belfort recently tweeting about SHIB, which is a token, uh, Grinch. Yeah, he's a guy you want to trust. Well, SHIB, SHIB does have an actual use case because they're, they're they're dropping in dropping an exchange uh, at the end of the month i think this question is a little bit more spac related we have people like a rods of the world representing spacs um grinch you've been around a long time i'm sure you've seen many celebrity endorsers of products are these guys in it for a smash and grab or do they do they generally believe in any of these products i think it's a combination of both you know some people do some people are just talking their book and they want people to buy it but as long as you're up front uh, you know, and you say that you own it, like what Elon Musk is doing. I mean, that you know, you know he owns it. You know, so you got to you got to bake that into the cake when you make your decision to buy it. Okay, um, this is a great one that we get all the time, and we've all felt this this FOMO feeling. Uh, this comes from irrelevant sir from the Discord. How do we not fall in the trap of chasing the dragon? <laughs> I sold a bunch of Dogecoin when it went to eight cents, and now that it's on the moon, I'm kicking myself. Hey man, that's it's like uh, taking a thirty to one shot at uh, at the racetrack, man. I mean, you don't know. It's that's what it Do is. It. You never go broke taking profits. No. Love hearing that because I preach that all the time. This one, Howie, is for you specifically. It, it's from LSD, who is one of the great contributors in the Discord, um, especially in the crypto world. He says, "I don't know if Lil E or Howie are in the Hollywood lottery." of thespians, but I want to know what was the one role you were uh, in that you were convinced was going to spread strange ass like a butter knife, but it actually turned out about as good as Sam's pronunciations and Neff's OnlyFans game. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I'm lost. Basically saying, uh, well, you don't apply little E because you're not in the thespian world. He's asking, what was the role that you booked that you thought was going to take you to the moon and make you a star? Um, I don't know, man. I've been walking around in a cop uniform. I, don't know I was going to say, was it like cop number 12 in episode 240 of Law and Order? Uh, I've actually been in, I think, uh, episodes 232 up to 315 in Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. Law okay. and Order and Blue Bloods, baby. I'm always got the suit on. Okay. And I, if I was going to answer that question, I would say uh, when I was on a show called Guys Behaving Badly, it was a hidden camera show. Um, it was a great time. Bunch of comics were on it. It was like a, a lower rent version of Punked. 
and we all went in and just smashed it. Um, funnest job I ever had in Hollywood. The problem is, and I remember my, my manager at the time coming into me saying, are you ready to be a star? And I was like, this is the big moment I've been waiting for. I'm going to be a huge star. And uh, the problem is, is that we had six episodes as a mid-season replacement. It ran well, but it was platformed on um, the Oxygen Network. So It's awesome. Yeah. That, that in life, lifetime. I literally got checks with Oprah Winfrey's name on them. And I'm like, I made it. And then, of course, it got... It got canceled. It was a spinoff of Girls Behaving Badly. And then my manager stole a bunch of money from me because he's a piece of fucking shit. And then, um, it, like I said, it just didn't go. But uh, that, yeah. those are the breaks in Hollywood. Um, you know, we, we, you know, you take a shot and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But that would be the one that I thought was going to take me to the next level. But uh, it didn't. So whatever. Now I'm doing this and I'm having a better time anyway. Um, are you guys ready to play a little episode of Dateline with me? Because I have a mystery that we need to solve. And it's kind of gone viral within the Discord. Evan, if you don't mind, I sent you the clip moment. And, you know, Grinch, you know I'm a huge, huge Dateline fan. Apparently during last episode, there was, um, this is going to be like Clue, okay? There was an interesting noise that went off. And we're pretty sure it's either a fart or a queef. Now, we did have a mayoral candidate on the show of New York City last week, Stacey Prossman. She's running as the, the independent, or excuse me, the Libertarian Party. But I want to get the Grinch's opinion on here because there's no way this, this, this is like a whoopee cushion. Something went down in this episode and nobody will admit to-, um, to I didn't even know about it, so let's hear That's it. That's because I think it's you. Listen, oh, just listen. Is, you know, I grew up upstate New York, outside of Syracuse. Okay. You guys consider that Canada? Uh, but we yeah, are. Like a we're... Little up there, and I. Okay, them. yeah. Oh, okay, now. Okay, now, I'm. I already know who did it. Okay, because I'm really good at reading people and their facial expressions. But I would like to weigh in with the Grinch and Lil E as to who they think that could have been. I don't think it was me, man. Grinch? I don't think it was me. Uh, yeah, you sound like a fart. I think, I think it was Howie. <laughs> I personally don't think it's a fart because we I was hearing that all interview, and I think Stacy likes to talk with her hands, so when she was hitting her desk, that it was moving the mic and oh. making it sound like a fart. Oh. No, not like that, but she was hitting the desk. Or somebody ripped ass. We may never I, know. I know it was Howie. You know, like when you're driving down the road and you can see somebody lift their leg up a little bit. He did that at least five times during the interview. And if you look at him and uh, play it back in slow motion, you can just see him. Cause he was, I, he knew I was onto him. You could just see him kind of go like this. And that's clearly you, Howard. Let's, let's, let's run it back. Yeah, good for one more time. Let's just double check this. Just look at how he's expression. He kind of comes up in his chair because it's a back-to-backer when they meet him. Canada, uh, but we yeah, are. Yeah, I went to Albany up there, and I took. Okay, him. yeah. State, by the way, she went to Albany State. Oh yeah, I mean that's some shady shit right there. But, um... Howie, do you want to come out and admit it right now? Or I don't remember, so I can't. I mean, it, I guess it's possible. I feel like you would admit it if it were you. No, I would, of course. But see, yeah. he already says he can't remember it. 
So no, I, really I have a feeling. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I have a feeling that you just did it and you didn't realize and you've already forgotten about it. The Alzheimer's. Um, I need to address a reader question from Amort from YouTube. And um, I'm going to need the Grinch's backup on this because he's known me since I was 17. He says, this man, Neff, wears the same clothes every day. Now, what may look like I am wearing the same clothes every day is a little deceiving because I buy clothes in quantity. For example, I have like three of these. I have three of the gray ones. But underneath, I have a base, okay? And Grinch, since you've known me, what do I always wear underneath them? Every two white, day. Two white undershirts. Correct. So we have one here, and then we have one here. So yeah. just if, in case anybody's concerned about my cleanliness, it's a little bit of an illusion because of my OCD. I have two white shirts, and then I have the outer layer, which is the uniform. So I don't want anybody thinking that I can't afford clothes or that I have some sort of hygiene issue because that's the furthest thing from the truth. You're looking at a guy that brushes his teeth eight times yeah. a day. Not I because can, he wants to, okay, I can but vouch. his brain tells I can him vouch. he has to. In Phoenix, then, in Phoenix, he took uh, eight shits in 16 showers before the show. So absolutely. Uh, hey, I got one reader question that I read today. I got it, and I got to answer it because someone goes, "Why is Howie buying FSR?" And I got to talk about it because it's down. Uh, I bought the stock at eighteen, sold it at twenty-eight. Uh, bought some back at like fifteen, and, and I think it's at fourteen right now. Um, it's down a little bit, but again, that's a, it. I think as far as the electric cars go, it's solid. What's really interesting was that last week. Merrill Lynch put a strong buy on it with a $33 price target. Today, Goldman Sachs downgraded it to a sell with a price target of 10 on it. So, you know, I wouldn't put my life savings in it, but, uh, you know, if you like that sector, uh, it's one of the leaders. Uh, both Morgan Stanley and Merrill Lynch have buys on it. Um, I think it can go back to 1820. So that's my answer. With that in mind, I know the the Grinch had a couple other plays he wanted to speak about. Um, do you want to bring those plays up for our readers as potentials uh, for them? Yeah, there's uh, okay. So there's a company, uh, Babcock, Babcock and Wilcox, the symbol is BW. Um, stock close today at $9.09. Um, here's the deal. They got out of uh, a lot of their industrial businesses. And right now they're pretty much, all they are at this point is pretty much like a renewable energy, like a green environmental play. But what's really important is that there's a company that owns a bunch of brokerage firms called uh, B. Riley, okay? And B. Riley has been buying a ton of this stock. In fact, they just bought on uh, March 26th. They bought uh, 10 million, 10.7 million shares from Vintage Capital, which is a hedge fund. So they, they bought $64 million worth of stock from themselves. And um, the guy that they installed as the chairman and CEO of the company, um, you know, works for B. Riley. So the chairman and the CEO is now running this company. You know, he works for the company. And they've acquired, I'm sure you've seen commercials for Magic Jack, you know, back in the day. They bought Magic Jack. They bought um, uh, a couple of uh, internet startups. Uh, the guy's name is Ken Young. And uh, he, he works at B. Riley. He's the president of their principal investments, which means investments for them. So, I mean, I think this could be easily be a $13 stock. It's at nine right now. Uh, one thing that I think we all should take a bet on is this company, if you can pull it up, uh, ODT, O like 
be like open, be like David, be like Tom, ODT? I'm already in. You had me at bat. Okay. So ODT is, is um, Odonte th- uh, Therapeutics. But if you look at the, go, go to like maybe a one-year chart, if you could, um, you'll see that the stock just cratered, right? Wow, 87%. Yeah. Now the CEO of the company, Kevin Tang, he's worth three billion dollars. He's he was buying the, the ton of the stock, right, up until uh, the end of last year. The guy now has you know six million shares of the stock. Uh, the, the Boxer Capital, which is a hedge fund, also wants six million shares of the stock. So here's what happened: the FDA gave bad data. The stock crashed to four. The reason it's at four is the company has zero debt, four dollars a share in cash, and they have no burn rate, so they just shut everything down. So in this particular situation, it kind of acts like a SPAC. What they're going to try to do is to save their money, to save the, the money that they have invested, is back this into a private company, okay, change the name, and this way they don't lose the equity because, I mean, they've got, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of equity right now. So they, I want to see what happens to this because four is the low. They got $4 in cash, right? So let's Can you bring up the chart? Down. Can you bring up the chart? Um, because I'll never turn down a wager. Um, okay. What what are we looking at here? Three sixty six. What was the high before it cratered in July twenty twenty? Forty six. Forty six. Yeah. To three dollars and sixty six. Um. What do you want to do? You want to set an over under? Because I'm already buying it. I'm already into buying something like this based on what you told me. They have four dollars in cash and no debt and no burn rate. Okay. What's your target in the year? I mean, it depends who they back into. I mean, they, they don't have to, it's a drug company right now. It's a shell, but they could back it into a crypto, in which case, you know, mm-hmm. it's 20. Right. You know? So they basically have an, a bunch of money, but need to rebrand and go somewhere else and they could go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, the market cap is $143 million. So, the, you know, that, that's, you know, it's $143 million worth of stock and nowhere to go. Nothing, okay. Nothing so do you want to set the over under at, say, $25 in three months? No, 10, 10 in three months. Okay. $25 in three months. Jesus. It's not a good. Okay. So, uh, you ask coin. You want the, you want the over 10? Uh, I'll take the under. All right. What if I set it at nine? Two and a half X. What is that? Two and a half X? Under. Okay. What if, what if I set it at eight? At seven, I take the over. Uh, all right, I'll give you the over at seven and a quarter. What do you think of that? Okay, that's fine. Done. Three months? Yep. Okay, what are we betting? Dinner at Smith and Wolenski's? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, can you book that, mark that, Louie? So I got three months from today. I got to have that stock under seven and a quarter to get a, a dinner at Smith and Wolenski's. All right. And then I'll probably buy it now that you just talked me into it. I love monies with tons of cash and no product. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, any other any any other last picks, Grinch? Do you want to bring um, up? No, I mean B and W. Let's see. I haven't done enough homework on this, but um, uh, CNDT is a business processing company, and Carl Icahn is the biggest shareholder. And uh, there's word that he's going to try to merge it with one of the companies either owns or like Xerox or some of those other BPOs out there. Okay. Conduit. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to give uh, uh, you some uh, respect because uh, a lot of our readers, when you came on last, they bought BCRX. And then of course it was a timing play. And then the FDA 
came out with that big announcement and the stock tank. And I'm, I'm actually up on it now because I didn't sell and I held. And more importantly, I dollar cost average down and used three bullets to buy it. So it looks like it's on it, on its way back. Uh, yeah, I'm wrong yeah. on it. Yeah. But, I think, I think it's going to be a tax inversion, um, especially right now. So a tax inversion is when you read domicile in a foreign country. Okay. Uh, that, that has lower tax specifically Ireland. They already have an office in Dublin. Okay. And there's a, they do orphan drugs. There's another company horizon HZNP. They were the last legal tax inversion before the IRS clamped down on it. However, this company would, uh, would meet the criteria to be able to do it because it's based on what percentage of business is done in the United States. Horizon's like 10 times the size. So this company, if they bought it, they would still have an insignificant amount of business in the, the United States. And you heard today, Biden was saying that Amazon and those big companies, they got to pay their fair share in tax. I mean, if you're a company, you're like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Go to Ireland, it's 10% corporate tax. That's it. So I think it's a tax inversion deal. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, I'm thanking you for the pick now. Um, I, I, I'm going to say I'm up 3% on it. Um, so uh, you've been great to us. And more importantly, whenever you come on the show, it's a lot of information. And I always feel like I have to watch this episode, you know, two, two times. So I encourage the readers to do the same thing. A lot of things come out when the Grinch is in. You can hear it in his voice. He's passionate about what he does. He knows his shit. So don't be afraid to go back and pick up those little gems. Um, the other thing, I'm just going to leave this right here is we have started the Wednesday show because guys, Wednesday's for readers. Let's not forget that. Okay. And we got your reader questions in, but this is a show about knowledge and progressing. So what we want to do, we introduced a word of the week. Can you drop the word of the week? It could be any word finance related and then give us the definition of it. For example, uh, last Wednesday we did, uh, what did we do? Uh, PE. The weekend before that we did beta. You might've done that one with us. Do you want to drop a general vocabulary term? Because the idea with the show is let people learn very slowly and have fun while they're doing it. But we want to drop some knowledge on them. What do you got? Well, I think as far as, you know, I know you guys have a technical analysis, a guy that does uh, technical analysis. Yes. Um, I would recommend that, yeah, I would recommend that you, uh, a good place for readers to look is the Elliott Wave Theory. And that's basically like the trend is your friend type situation. And it says that the stock is above the 50-day moving average, the 200-day moving average. Uh, that's a really good place to start, the Elliott Wave Theory. All right. And just as long as we're on that, why don't you drop down and let them know what a, a Golden Cross is? Okay. A Golden Cross is when the 50 and the 200-day the moving average cross. Yep. Next stop after that, come town, everybody. Do not, exactly. do not overlook the beauty of a golden cross. Howie, you got anything you want to drop in? Yeah, man. I'll, 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 I'll drop this because Grinch was talking about uh, uh, Coinbase earlier and how their market cap was way too high, which it is. Uh, so, guys, market cap. That's a word we use all the time. If you're not sure about it, it's just a simple multiplication problem. You just take a company's uh, share price, multiply it by the outstanding shares, how many shares that company has, and that's your market cap. So that's, uh, that's something that uh, comes up a lot, and I'm not sure everybody knows what that is. Yeah, you're right. It's one of those words that gets tossed around. A lot of people yeah. don't want, know what it means. Um, okay, I'm going to do a couple quick shout outs in the Discord. We have tons of people like buying new crypto. Grizzly Whiskers kind of taken over. Grizzly Whisker 578, 355. 
Uh, that's our inside joke around here, by the way, Grant. You got to play that um, video, Chris. No, nobody, nobody in the Discord has a normal name. It's always like uh, came on my wrist, red stepsister's face, 3862. And when so, we were in Phoenix, we did a little – it wasn't even a skit. He was just – Chris was catching <laughs> me as I was venting to Sam. And I don't know. It was pretty funny. You you you, you got to play – because we're not making fun of the readers. At least you're, they can blame it. I'll take all the blame. Um, but yeah, you need to show that with Chris. It was pretty funny. I will show him off, off air. Uh, I'm shocked that we, um, are living in a world that not only is there a coin called come rocket, but somebody scooped them this week and dropped a coin called cream pie coin. I literally mentioned it last week. This is getting to the absurdity of uh, a whole new level. And this is the, the, the oversaturation that I compare to the SPACs in the stock market. There are so many altcoins. Be, a fr be careful trading them, whatever you do, um, and keep your eyes on them. That's the one thing I hate about crypto is that it trades 24 seven. Um, so I think we're good. Um, you know, uh, Grinch, thank you for coming in. I know it was late notice. Uh, oh, we have so many people asking about you and we are going to do a limited edition uh, Cash Daddy's Grinch shirt. Now here's the problem. We do not own the rights to the Grinch. So we're going to have to work on your logo a little bit. But of course, we will protect your anonymity. But uh, once we get that out, the art of uh, getting up will come, uh, come up with, uh, you know, your, your Grinch avatar. We'll throw it on the shirts. If we sell them, I'll probably throw you a bone or two. You know what I mean? Because we all, we're all about taking care of everybody on this show. Um, any other announcements, Little Lee? The important, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, housekeeping that we got to get done around here. Subscriptions, reviews, yeah, I mean et cetera. We're, at, we're growing like crazy on YouTube right now. We just got a whole new revamp on uh, Twitter, Instagram. The Reddit looks amazing, all that stuff. So make sure you go follow all those platforms. Obviously, support the show through merch. We're going to have new new shirts coming out, uh, you know, here and there. Just got the new Crypto Cowboys one out. Can't wait for that one to come in the mail, personally. And, uh, yeah, just subscribe. Uh, leave a review. If you if you haven't seen on our Twitter and Instagram, we're uh, taking the best the best reviews, posting them there, giving you guys a shout out. So little incentive to give us five stars, you know? Yeah. And we are really close to taking the next level. Um, and we owe it all to you guys. So um, if I'll never stop asking, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. That is huge. I know a lot of readers, you know, listen to Spotify and iTunes. They drop those reviews on iTunes, which helps us out. Throw a comment down on YouTube. And then um, uh, the other thing is the memes that you guys make, not only do they fucking kill us and like make Howie piss his pants twice a week, but they help us with our exposure because a lot of people insulate themselves in the Discord because they're anti-Twitter, anti-Facebook. I hate all that shit too, but I got to play the fucking game, dog. You know what I mean? This is, this is the game and I'm playing it. And we take whatever you guys create and we put it back out there. So that is huge for us because it provides us engagement. So thank you, especially Silent DJ. And then, of course, the biggest biggest uh, 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 one I want to give out is to Robin Basil for everything yeah. she's doing, awesome. taking us and transforming this to, to, to the masses because we're idiots. We barely understand the stock market. We barely understand the crypto market. And forget about, like, you know, uh, whatever, coding. The memes are amazing, man. The memes are insane. Uh, that's just, I laugh for an hour straight, man. The way you guys make me look that retarded is just um, unbelievable.
Well, you make it easy on him, Howie. You give him right, a lot of stupid just shit. To t- you, you basically, you know what you do? You basically drop your golf clubs on the, uh, on the, on the green and just throw a bag of teas at him and say, go to work. So You're thank right. you for being retarded and making it easy for them to do. That's what um, I do. Guys, that's our show. E, why don't you take us out? Grinch, thanks again for joining us, and uh, we'll do it again. We're going to try and keep you in the six- to eight-week rotation. It means a lot that you jumped in. Yeah, man. Shout out Nantucket. Cash down.